Breakfast from Scotston. This is the Glasgow Warriors official podcast with Jack and Ashy. Welcome back to Warriors Weekly and apologies for this episode coming to you so late in the week. We were hoping to bring you an interview with Jamie Batty and team manager John Manson on Tuesday. Unfortunately, we're having sound issues with that recording that we're hoping we can fix so that you can listen to that chat at a later date. In the meantime, here's a sit down with head coach Dave Rennie with me from earlier this week. The official Glasgow Warriors podcast. So, um... Congratulations on the win on the weekend. Where does that rank in terms of your time at the club? Um, I thought it was a good performance. You know, um, people are trying to say it's the you know, best performance of the year. Um, oh, we've had a number of games that we're really proud of. Uh, what, what was pleasing in the weekend was yeah, we've made good shifts in our defence um, over recent weeks, and so that was an outstanding effort defensively. And, and we're really clinical, ball on hand. You know, we. I think we had 36% or 35% possession in the weekend. So, um, yeah, when we had our chances, we uh, we nailed them. So, uh, yeah, look, it was, it was a great performance and, um, yeah, good to build on the momentum that we'd been creating. How do we keep building on that momentum? We've got quite a long break now before our home semi-final. Is that just intensity in training? Yeah, I mean, the key is that we don't overtrain over the next three weeks as well. Um, so look, we've got a pretty good plan. Uh, we'll still get plenty of intensity in training. Um, you know, we're looking for an opponent to have a bit of a hit out. We were sort of hoping that might be Ospreys, but um, uh, doesn't sound like that at Keen. So, um, but yeah, it would be good to have a some sort of scenario situation where we can have some live scrums and live mauling and um, you know a little bit of phase attack and so on. So we'll we'll hopefully get a bit of that um, next week. A lot was made of Tom Gordon starting and him being relatively inexperienced, but he got man of the match. What do you make of his performance? <laughs> um, I, yeah, I always find it amusing. Um, and probably the, the difference is that we know a lot about these guys. They're training with us all the time, so I guess we've got a lot of confidence in them and, and perhaps um, the media, etc., who don't know much about them at all. Um, you know, They think it's a risk to play them in such a big game, etc., but... Uh, like I thought Tom was great and, and Tom did what we expect him to do he's very physical he's a really good athlete um, so he just got out there and, and made a lot of dominant tackles um, his clean out work was outstanding and you know so uh, yeah, we were really ready for him and you know just you know I guess what what I love about this group is you know at various times we've got international players who can't play or we've got injuries and so on and you know, we were missing a few in the weekend, uh, but the expectation is that whoever wears the jersey fronts, and, and that was the attitude Tom took in the game. I thought he was fantastic. It's our end-of-season awards dinner this week. It must have been a really tough decision for you as coaches to nominate eight people to be player of the season. Yeah, yeah, well, it is, because, um, you know, we've we've used a lot of 50-odd players, with, um, um, and it's been a lot of really good performers. Um and you know, then there's some challenges. Some guys just, you know, have played well but didn't play enough footy for us in the end. Uh, they've either been out for big blocks or they've, um, you know, missed in, through international footy. So, um, yeah, look, we're, we're really happy. I think the eight guys that we've chosen have um, all played really well, and and um, you know, 
or leave some of that up to someone else to decide who's the best. You've gone for a 4-4 split. Let's go through the forwards to start with. Fraser Brown, Matt Ferguson, Johnny Gray and Rob Harley. What have you seen from them this season that impressed you? Yeah, uh, they've all been excellent. Um, But Fraser is is a world-class hooker. Uh, Very good set piece. um, Really strong defensively and and post-tackle. And and you add to that um, his leadership and um, he, he's been really important to us, and um, you know he, he's he hasn't missed an enormous amount of footy. Obviously, he came straight back in after um, a Six Nations, so he didn't actually play have a lot of rugby, and he was just keen to play. So uh, he, he's been important to us. Uh, Johnny McGray is just a machine. Um, you know he um, I don't know. I guess us not starting him against Saracens has been great for him because. Um, he came back with you know, two of the best performances of the year. So he's just a workhorse. You know, the amount of tackles and carries and cleans that he does in the game is just outrageous. 90 collisions um, against Leinster is just unheard of. He's got a reputation as being a workhorse and just being a tackle machine, but he is more than that as well. Those, some of those tackles are quite dominant these days and his carrying game is really improving as well. Yeah, I think it's probably worth challenge Johnny. Um, like he's always very accurate in tackling, but but seldom made any dominance and I guess for the last couple of years we've tried to put a lot of emphasis around what he's doing in the gym to transfer onto the field and um, yeah so even in amongst that um, I think he had 11% dominance in those 40 odd tackles so yeah it's, uh, it's a hell of an effort mm-hmm. and then Rob Harley yeah like Rob Rob's our go-to he's our glue um, you know we, we wanted to play him a lot at lock this year um, you yeah, know which because he's yeah. Such a workhorse, um, but yeah, obviously got the skill set in that of a of a six. Uh, but he's ended up playing a lot of uh, six for us because of the injuries we've had, and uh, you just know what you're going to get from Rob. Um, again, he's going to make a lot of tackles. He's a real nuisance. Uh, you know, great defensive line out um, around more time, and he's prepared to put his head in dark places. And um, and then around the field, he's just he's got a big engine. So it's a lot of stuff you don't see. A lot of his clean out is fantastic, mm-hmm. and. Uh, but I'm impressed with Robin. He's played 200 Sunday games for us. He's still really working hard on developing his game, and I, I think he's a bit quicker this year. He's more explosive. Um, his basic catch pass and his running lines are better. And so, credit to him. You know, he's uh, he's uh, still um, determined to be as good as he can be. And then Matt Ferguson must well must have been in the running for young player of the season, but he's up there for player of the season too. Yeah. So uh, look, I think Matt's been excellent. Uh, the last month's been phenomenal. And um, and what you get with him, I, I, people think because he's not a big man, you know, compared to a Vonapolo type of thing. Uh, but what he is, he's really explosive. Uh, so he's great with you. Know, he's got great feet, and so his ability to create go forward is a real strength of his game. Uh, his tackling's really come on. So he's a very dominant um, hitter now, uh, really destructive, and and so um, yeah look I, I think Matt's, Matt's been really good and you know, he, he's clearly our, our first choice number 8 every time uh, we go into any big game so uh, it's outstanding for a young man you put two nines forward What's, what separates George Horn and Ali Price? yeah it's not much um, and obviously um, you know, early on in the year um, you know, Ali's, Ali's had a lot of international commitments and at times, George has been with the national side, but still come back and played. And so, uh, we just thought uh, early in the year, um, yeah, George was sensational. 
Um, he's a bit of a freak, as we've talked about. You know, he's lightning quick, uh, but got a massive engine, and, and that's uncommon. And so, you know, the amount of times that he's played 80 minutes for us, when Ali hasn't been available or Pickles hasn't been available, um, and it, you know, his contribution's huge. So, you know, his ability to, to get a second touch, um, you know, obviously creates a lot of try scoring opportunities for him. Uh, and then Ali's nudged him out. Ali's distribution is first class. Um, you know, I, I, you know, from a distribution point of view, you'd call him the the Aaron Smith of the Northern Hemisphere. You know, he's um, he's that rapid. Uh, gets to the breakdown really quickly. Also great getting second touches and and um, you know, like oh, I think he's really stepped up his game and he's he's worked really hard on his conditioning. Um, you know, so he's. He's responded well to last year's disappointments and uh, ended up uh, being the number one Scottish halfback, which is great for him. So, uh, oh, we're fortunate. We've got, in my opinion, you know, a couple of world-class nines here. Sam Johnson's really shone on the international stages this year, but that's just him carrying on what he's been doing in a Glasgow show, isn't it? Yeah, I think he's he's funny because he just he can't understand what all the fuss is about. He's saying, oh, look, I've just been doing what I've been doing for Glasgow over the last couple of years. And, and he's right, he's... Um, and obviously, there's a lot of questions asked when we were playing him ahead of um, some more seasoned, say, Scottish internationals last year. And I guess everyone's seeing why now. Um, he's he's got great feet, Sam. Uh, he's a really good communicator, uh, an excellent distributor. Um, but he's a really destructive. Whether it's clean out, where he is, he's like a loose forward, um, or you know, whether it's tackling, really aggressive. So. Uh, he's had a great season for us and for for Scotland, and um, you know, I guess maybe everyone's getting to see what we've we've seen for a little while. And a lot's been made in the media this week about your comparison to Adam Hastings and Finn Russell. Uh, Adam's your your final nomination. You must be really impressed with what you've seen this year. Yeah, look, um, you know, he's a, he's a work in progress, isn't he? Um, Twenty-one year old, uh, fiercely competitive, fit as. Um, so oh, there's no doubt that uh, Finn on on his best day is world class. He's he's a phenomenal talent and so on. Um, and I guess you know when asked that question, you know if Finn's one of the best in the world. Uh, the best teams in the world are really consistent, and, and that's where Finn's got to get to. Uh, tends to be a lot of errors around him, and um, and so on. And I think Adam's a little bit like that, but. Uh, his attention to detail is really strong, Adam. He's, uh, he's got a really good work ethic. And so I, I, I think, you know, over the next couple of years, it'll be a really competitive um, position 10. And and so, um, look, Adam's been good for us. Um, yeah, he had a bit of a flat patch in the middle um, when we lost two or three games. And uh, he's learned a lot from that. Um, but, you know, his goal kicking's been sensational. His ability to create space is a real strength of his game, and you know he's he's starting to hone his skill set around his distribution and the quality of his kicking game, and you know from a you know, generic kicking point of view. So uh, he's been influential and deserves a nomination. The um, the polls have closed, so the spots have already decided. It will be revealed tomorrow. But who would you be voting for? Well, I just picked eight, Jack. It's not my <laughs> job, mate. Right. Very diplomatic answer. Mm. Um, earlier today, we announced the signing of Jamie Dobby straight from Murchison School. Um, tell us a bit about him. It's not often that someone is signed straight from school. 
uh, what have you seen in Jamie that you've been impressed with? Yeah, agreed. It's it's a rarity. Um, you know, it wouldn't be too many um, in recent memory of um, you know guys have earned a contract straight out of school. So that, that obviously it already shows you the quality of the kid. Um, obviously, he plays nine for Murky. Uh, he's finished a number of games at ten, so he's got he's got a unique skill set. Um, fantastic defensively, like really strong, uh, high quality leader, and and I think you know he's got the basis of a, a strong game around his distribution, his ability to try and get second touches and run optimistic lines and so on. Um, very fit, very quick, and dynamic with ball in hand. And um, although we just think. Uh, Jamie being here, rubbing shoulders with guys like George and and Ali and um, Nick Frisby, uh, will be massive for accelerating his development. And uh, you know he's a clever kid, head boy. Um, so you know it's, uh, it's it's really exciting. We're we're looking forward to getting him in, and you know we're we're not going to rush him. Um, but um, you know we, we honestly believe that he's ready for a pro contract now, and and being in in our direct our environment full time is, is uh, what's best for that and especially with the, the schedule next year he's he's come here to play isn't he yeah no, he'll get opportunities um, which is good so um, he's going to learn quick Jack and Ashy with the weekly Glasgow Warriors podcast Wednesday night was our annual awards dinner sponsored by the Malcolm Group held at the Radisson Blue Hotel in Glasgow you voted Ali Price, your McRae Financial Services Player of the Season, and I chatted to him briefly after winning his award, as well as Harper McLeod Test Player of the Season winner Sam Johnson, Mackenzie Construction Most Improved Player of the Season winner Scott Cummings, and Rob Harley, who won the Famous Grouse Coaches Award, as well as being voted Denham Oilfield Services Players Player of the Season by his peers. The latest from Scottsdale, the weekly Glasgow Warriors podcast. Uh, Mike, you've known Sam a long time. Did you always know he was going to be an international superstar? No. Um, I remember really vividly Sam turning up uh, and doing a Bronco, a fitness test, and uh, his time was slower than most props. Um, He then did a broken Bronco, which is basically one rep um, and then a rest, and then one rep when it's meant to be five in a row. And his times for that were still slower than the props combined times. So um, he's done really well to come back from that. Sam, what has been the... um what has been the secret behind the shifts you've made there to see you wearing the thistle? Uh, just growing up a little bit. Um, I used to enjoy myself back home in Australia, living in that little bubble. Define enjoy yourself. Uh, a couple of quads. <laughs> uh, pizza. You got a fit as well in that Pokemon game. Remember you yeah, like Pokemon Go. <laughs> I used to spend a lot of time with Nick Greek on that. I actually accidentally bought 80 quid worth of like Pokemon balls and stuff, walking around trying to find Charmeleon or whatever his name is in, uh, in the back pictures. So that was that was a secret. Thanks very much. Yeah. <laughs> Scott, despite the best efforts of your forwards coach, you've been named most improved player of the season. How happy is? Oh yeah, yeah, thrilled. Um, you know, we've had a we've had an amazing season, and uh, to be a part of that, whenever picked is whenever selected has been absolutely amazing. And um, you know, really proud of what we've done this season, and really been. You know, to be a part of that and to you know get a lot of starts and that's been really, really great. Yeah. John, as a as a player, you must have loved the opportunity to play with a guy like Scott, so you could throw line ups right over him. 
<laughs> yes, well done, well done. This is not about me, Jack, this is about Scott. What have you seen in Scott this year that made you pick him for this award? Um, I just, it's, it's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes. I think uh, his leadership in, in driving a line-out, um, which, which, which is excellent. You know, we meet on Monday, you know, he comes forward, we, we sort of know what, what we want to do. But it's about the leadership around the group. You know, driving standards, what I said outside. So, I think he's been outstanding and um, and well worthy of, um, of of his place in the team. You know, he's uh, an integral member of this team, uh, and he's going to play a huge part in us winning this title. Thank you. Lovely. Two seconds. I did. I tried to explain to them that the boys have signed that and. After the game, I'm a pearly member, Nico. Yeah. Uh, I could all just move back that way towards the board, that'd be great. Towards the board, yeah. I can crop to, uh, yeah, good to go. Kenny, as coaches, what did you discuss when picking this award and how do you arrive as Robert's a winner? Um, <clears throat> we just talk about the, the, the players and the squad that we believe you know, demonstrate the behaviours, the values that, that will help us win, win the league, um, both and off the pitch. Um, Rob's one guy in, in the, the team who, you know, gets a huge amount on the pitch, but probably what he does off the pitch is equally as important. You know, he's sometimes like an extra coach working with, with Hunts in terms of the, the line-out stuff before games. Um, he also keeps Hunts on track when he forgets to do defence bits in the, the session as well. You know, just just how he conducts himself on and off the pitch, it was it was an easy decision for us. And what does it mean to you that the coaches have acknowledged you like this? It's a it's a massive honour. Um, very pleased to, you know. Um, I, th I think part of the thing in the squad is we all we drive each other, and, and part of the thing we we try and coach each other, try and make sure we're always improving. So to be to be recognised for that is, is big. Congratulations, thank you. Thank you. Rory, you said on stage exactly why Rob was voted player as a player. Can you tell us again? Yeah, just um, does all the sort of eye catching uh, stuff out in the pitch, sort of the silky offloads. Lots of clean line breaks, lots of tries, all the sort of flair stuff, and uh, you can see why people sort of uh, naturally sort of look at him as the, the sort of standout player. Rob, do you not feel bad that people like Rory put in all the grunt and the hard effort, and then you just reap the rewards at the end? Um, I, a little bit. I I actually think it's it's kind of it's maybe a question of just of of reward that I kind of I enjoy seeing Rory running over the line. And he enjoys scoring tries, so it works out pretty well. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you genuinely seemed a bit shocked out there. How do you feel? Yeah, I can't quite believe it. Um, I'm obviously over the moon, um, and thank you to everyone that's that's obviously taken their time to vote for me. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's been a, a mad year for me in terms of my form and and how I've been going. So I, I think this is. Yeah, this is. I'm, I'm delighted with it. Obviously, uh, over the moon. Is it extra special because it's voted for by the fans? Yeah, um, you know that's why we play. We, we play for our supporters, um, and to get the recognition off them, um, you know, it makes it all worthwhile. Um, so yeah, I'll, honestly, I can't thank them enough. In the highlight clip out there, it's a turnover. You're going to bring that into your game a little bit more. <laughs> um, look, uh, I've said to Mike. Um, to try and to try and work both sides of the ball, and uh, bring some energy in defence as well as in attack. And you know, if I see these opportunities, then then why not give it a bash? I don't think I'm built for it. 
every week, but you know, if I see the opportunity there, I might give it a crack. Thanks, mate. Cheers. Jack and Ashy with the weekly Glasgow Warriors podcast. Thanks for tuning in to Warriors Weekly. Season ticket members have until midnight on Monday to secure their seat for our home semi-final. Warrior Nation members can then buy tickets from Tuesday before they go on general sale on Thursday. And don't forget, if you've got a good feeling about our semi-final and think we're going to make it to Celtic Park on May 25th for the Guinness Pro 14 final, you can buy tickets for that game already at scottishrugby.org. The Glasgow Warriors, official podcast. With Jack and Ashy.